grace to you and peace from God our Heavenly Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The text for this morning's message comes from the gospel which was just read, the gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. Then Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. Thus far the text. I remember the first time, I don't remember my first time fishing. I started fishing very young, but I remember the, the first time fishing a large body of water. I, I mean, I grew up fishing farm ponds, you know, two-acre, three-acre, four-acre, eight-acre ponds. You know, you stand anywhere on the bank and you can throw it all the way across. I mean, you can hit anywhere in the, in the lake and you can fish all you want. 1976, my father takes me to the Iowa District West Convention in Okaboji, Iowa, and there is a camp there, Camp Okaboji, and a lake in that camp that anyone who's camping at the, the camp can fish the lake. You don't need a license. So my father said, Tim, I've got to go to the Iowa West Convention. I'm going to drive up. You want to ride along? You can fish all day while I'm at the convention, and then, you know, we'll just, we'll just enjoy ourselves. I said, sure. 16-year-old boy, I was in my glory. I packed all of my fish and tackle into the trunk of that car, and away we went. And we get up there, checked into the Holiday Inn where we were staying, and Dad said, I've got to go over and set some stuff up. He said, but it's getting kind of dark. I don't know that you can fish. I said, oh, that's okay. I'll just go down and check out the lake. I walked down to the lake. And my eyes bugged out of my head. How am I going to fish all of this? For three days, I worked everywhere on that bank I could and I caught exactly nothing. I was beaten. I was whipped. The lake had beat me because I couldn't catch anything. And I, the great fisherman, was ready to throw my pole away. Dad said, let's get some night crawlers. So on the way home that night, we picked up some night crawlers. And that next day, the last day of my vacation with my dad, I threw that night crawler out there as far as that Zebco would throw it. I sat and waited and twitched and twitched. Nothing. I let it sit for a little bit. Nothing. I thought, well, I'm going to try another spot. And I started taking in line and it's not moving. So I pulled on the rod as hard as I could, and I see this dark object come up. I thought, oh, I hooked a log. You know how that is. I mean, it's like 24 inches long. It's a log, and I'm, I'm pulling it, and all of a sudden the log starts going sideways. And my excitement builds because it's not a log. It ended up being a 24-inch bullhead. And I pulled that out of the water, and I ran up to show my dad. And who should be sitting there? 
but the Reverend Dr. J.A. O'Proyce, President of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. And here I am carrying a fish. Hi, President Preuss. We proceeded to talk about the fish. That was my experience. And what I learned out of it was you got to have the right bait. Yes, technique matters. Yes, equipment matters, but you got to have the right bait. The thing on the end of the line the most important thing. Jesus says to the disciples, follow me. And that's the first thing we need to understand. We are not the bait. We are not the one to lure people to Christ. We are the equipment he uses. And he uses us in very specific ways. So let's look at how we follow him. It's right here, right? Basic instructions before leaving earth. Think of it as your fishing manual. And what does he tell you to do? Many things. But most of all, to remember his love. To forgive. To shine the light in the dark places. To be comfort when somebody is hurting. To be hope when people are despairing. In general, to be less worldly and to be more heavenly. Do you know why the fish strikes that lure? A, it finds it as something that threatens it, or B, it thinks it's food. Two basic instincts, defense and eating. Why do people look at us? Either A, they're afraid of us, which, by the way, I hope not. Or B, they see something in us that can build them up. Not literal food, but that which builds them up and helps them to be able to get through that day. That which is the supplement and the substance of life. And it's as we live in that word, and by the way, just like, oh, and by the way, that's only two of the fishing rods I have. I could have brought in a ton of them, but I didn't want to do that. Everybody, everybody's a little different, and so everybody's going to find different things in here and different ways to follow Jesus. That's the way the bait varies. And as we travel through our life, as we meet with people, we may be that little Popeil pocket fisherman that people find kind of quirky and funny. But when they need a laugh, they look to us. And then they ask that question. How is it that you can always be laughing when things around you are so sad? We can tell them that our God transcends the darkness of today. That our God gives hope in times of despair, that our God is light and darkness, and that God turns our tears of grief into peals of laughter. That's the bait. You see, it's telling that story in what we say and what we do and how we live, and we follow Jesus.
wherever he sends us. My next experience with a large lake was a couple years after that, and it was a bigger lake than Lake Okoboji. Uh, it was a lake called Table Rock Lake down in the southern part of Missouri. Basically, they, they dammed up a river to put a power plant in, and so this huge lake was formed. Well, Mom and Dad thought it'd be good for little Timmy to go fishing in Table Rock Lake. After all, we were down in Branson. Yeah. I, I cast one time said, that's enough. It's just too big. It overwhelms me. The next time I fished a large lake was with my cousin Dan. And he had a ranger bass boat. <laughs> and we went out. Lake of the Ozarks. And he taught me how to fish the large lake. He taught me how to identify where the fish were and what worked best. He trained me in how to follow after him. And to this day, I can fish any lake I put, I put myself on because of that training. You see, sometimes the tasks that God gives to us will seem to be daunting because we think it's all about us. We don't have the equipment, Lord. You want me to go fishing for a tiger shark and all I got's a little Popeil pocket fisherman. I can't, I can't do that, Lord. But understand, he will never send us to a place that we cannot work. He will never send us to a place that we don't have the equipment. He will never use us in a way that doesn't benefit his kingdom. Because he sends out his seed and it does not return to him void but it accomplishes that for which he sends it. And as he sends you and me, we don't need to think about how we're going to hook those people in. We don't need to think about, okay, what clever story can I come up with that'll convince them to come to church on Sunday? We show them what the love of God has done for us, what the love of God is doing to us, and what the love of God does through us we follow after Jesus using the gifts he's given to us to shine the light of his love and to attract people so they too might hear that story it doesn't matter whether you're on a small farm pond a medium sized lake or the Atlantic Ocean God is with you and God gives you the story God gives you the equipment God leads you where you need to be. Open your eyes to the opportunities he gives to you. Open your eyes to the people, the fish, that he puts you in the midst of. And always be ready. This is Peter talking. Always be ready to give testimony to the hope that dwells within you. That's following Jesus. Open his word and learn what he has to say. Daily, look to that word. And you say, well, but how do I know I'll read the right thing? Well, let him have control. 
For you out in Facebook land, you maybe never have heard this from me. My favorite way to do a devotion or to just do some Bible reading is place the Bible on the spine and just let it fall to the floor. Let, it's going to open to my card. Let it, let it fall open and then just read those two pages. And, and look for what God wants to tell you. Look for what God's saying to you that day. And then go about your business. And the next day, let it open up again. Let the word of the Lord speak to you and dwell within you. I, I offer this challenge. Do it for a week, just seven days. Next Sunday, tell me if God's word led you on a journey this week and gave you the opportunity to follow and to do a little fishing. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.